0: Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say we have Chris here, who's a marketing content manager. Chris, how are you doing today?
1: Hi, I'm all good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. How are you?
0: Yeah, you're very welcome, and I'm, I'm great, thank you. Chris, we always start the podcast the very same way. Can you tell our audience just a little bit about yourself and your career?
1: Sure, of course. Um, so, yeah, my name is Chris. Uh, I'm originally from Mexico, uh, but I've been living in Ireland for five years now. Uh, I moved to Ireland to do a master's in business administration, So my degree is in digital art and media business and I always thought that business side was a little bit missing. So I came over here, did that and then the minute I left Mexico I knew I wasn't coming back. I love Ireland way too much so I went for another master's degree Um, and this time I did it in digital marketing just because it was really really booming and it was an area I really wanted to to focus and had a lot of interest in. And at the same time, I did my second master's degree. I went into working half-time for a fashion brand here in Ireland as a graphic designer and email marketer. So after that, COVID happened. Um, And to be honest, that was my actual, like, opportunity to go into full-time, into something more creative but also digital marketing side and that's when I joined my position as content marketing manager and I've been yeah I've been at that for a year now and it's been great yeah
0: so content marketing is there any specific area of content marketing you do do you mind touching a bit more on that
1: sure um to be honest we're a very small team so basically everything that has a logo i'll pro- I probably touch it uh, so i work with everything i do all our emails i do our, our social campaigns all our community engagement campaigns um i'm also in charge of pr and influencer marketing and yeah so basically everything that involves graphic design but also the marketing side of of the business.
0: And do you find you have any particular areas that you're being really uh, successful at the moment?
1: Um, Yeah, I'll probably say, I would love to say social because it's my absolute passion, but I'm probably going to go for email marketing. It's just what I've been working with the longest and what I've been... um, upskilling in and going into trainings for, and all of this. So I think email, email marketing is, is my secret passion.
0: Brilliant. And what particular email platforms would be your Oh, purpose? definitely
1: Klaviyo. If, if that would be my very first recommendation to people. And I had the discussion, I was in a conference a couple of weeks ago and I met a girl that uh, they were still using MailChimp. And I don't think I've ever promoted Klaviyo that much in my life they they should have paid me that weekend to promote them cuz <laughs> cuz yeah if i could if i could just choose one and, and recommend one it would have to be that um it's just really good it's really simple to use it allows you to do a lot of testing a lot of insights it's just really good
0: and clavio i'm familiar with the platform but i don't really operate mm-hmm. it too often can you go into de- detail around clavio and and you know, some of the benefits, I know there's a a messaging SMS messaging section. Yes, correct.
1: So you can also do SMS, it's still not available uh, in Ireland, but it's available in the UK and the rest of Europe, um, almost, I think. Uh, But yeah, I feel like some of the greatest features is just, it just really user friendly. Um, so it's really easy to create your campaigns, it's really easy to create your segments, have them tied up. It's really easy to create your flows. Uh, I think the part of the flows I really, really like is they have loads of templates uh, for flows that you can set up. So I think it's really easy to get into into an email strategy in Klaviyo. And also, it's really good for A-B testing. I, I really, really like to A-B test. And now they actually came up with an AI kind of feature where the platform can actually write your subjects for you, for the emails. So they are just little things here and there. And as I was saying, in uh, a couple of weeks ago that I was in this conference, um, I, was, I was very lucky to be in a training where it was just a few a few of us and we were able to be like really handsome. And one of the girls, um, the one that had male chimps tail, she had so much trouble to set up some of the flows and to do some of the stuff that for us in Clavia was being like so easy and so forward. So that definitely was a moment that I was like, okay, this is definitely worth. And it's probably pretty much the same price, you know? So so that's not even, that's not even a factor.
0: Obviously, you mentioned already, but it's uh, it's limited by region for some things. I'm guessing from the SMS side of things, Um, is it is it strictly do you have to like how do you apply it to Irish business? Would it work quite well for Irish business? As you think it's one of those, it's probably no. I
1: think it would work brilliant. As as far as I know, at the moment, only the SMS is the one that's a little bit limited. Uh, But in terms of the email marketing, you can do. Everything you can do segments. We we send emails to to people that we have in different platforms and in different regions, uh, and we're we can really easily do this uh, with our segments. We have our people segmented by location or or by platform, um, and all of these. And it's really easy, really easy to use. I think for for Irish businesses, no matter the size, uh, it's really really good. Obviously, you, you pay and you pay your plan depending on, on the amount uh, of people you have in your email list. So I think there's a plan for everyone. Uh, but, but yeah, no, definitely no limitations in terms of email. I'll say if you're an Irish business, definitely go for it.
0: So Chris, you mentioned their flows, which is email automation. What would you recommend as the main steps that businesses and people listening should set up for their email accounts?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think it's really important to set up at least four or five email flows. So I think you should have, well, like every every business should have your welcome email when people sign up and also your abandoned cart uh, email flow just so people just so people can can just jump back straight where they left. You know, we, we always offer like a little discount um, in most of our flows, which I think it's always what draws back um, people into your site. And then we also have a replenishment reminder where we're in the skincare business. So obviously every once in a while, we get to send um, an email to our customers saying like, oh, you haven't bought in a while. Uh, like, are you running out? Uh, of your product so just come back here's a little discount and also the little the little bit extra ones you know like a birthday like a birthday flow for example sending sending it out on, on birthdays or anniversary from when they first um bought stuff like these and there's um there's this one flow that i actually i, I wasn't familiar with to be honest and and i did a training a couple of weeks ago and this came up as one as one of the things we weren't doing in the business that that we have been able to to implement for the past for the past couple of weeks and it's called a sunset flow i'm sure loads of people is going to be familiar with it so this is like a like a last attempt to grab that audience that it hasn't been opening your emails and um, in the past few weeks or in the past few months in the past few years even if you want to and it's trying to either keep your clean well Two things. Keep your clean list from people that are not interested, are not engaging with your content and don't want to see it, but they are they either don't want to unsubscribe or they don't know how or whatever reason. And also this last attempt to to grab their attention and, and bring them back to your product. So this is basically a two step and you just send you to send your customers, and um, your non-engaging customers. A first email saying, "Like, hey, listen, we know you haven't like opened our emails in a while. We just want to make sure that you still want to receive our emails uh, and interact with us. Um, here is a little discount, or like, here is what we have to offer for you if you want to give us another chance." And then the last email is just like, "Listen, just so you know, you are going to be deleted from our email list. Like, you know, hurt feelings, whatever." So, I think it's it's really important to have those flows those flows set up and it's just really important for any business. doesn't matter what you do. Email marketing is just, it's just huge. And I feel like a lot of businesses, especially after COVID, a lot of businesses that had to go online, maybe don't have the thought of putting email marketing at the very front, but I think it's something everyone should do.
0: Yeah, really well said. And all the, Automations that you said there are spot on. I can imagine you really built. And what kind of time frame would you say it's taken to build out those particular flows for the business? Sure.
1: So to be honest, well, I've, I've been I've been in the business for a year now, and we've been doing little tweaks here and there. A lot of the flows were already there, uh, thankfully. It, the The team has been great, so so they were already going for it. But definitely, the part that came in when I joined the business was more the aesthetic side of it and a little bit more of the wording to make it, to make them more uh, brand conscious and more, more on brand. So it's probably taken us, well, we literally set up that sunset flow about a week or two ago. So it's literally taken us a year to, to, to take it where, where it is right now. And we've definitely seen, uh, ever like since last year, definitely our our email campaigns, uh, flows and just normal everyday campaigns, we we've, we've definitely seen seen the results, you know.
0: Yeah, really well said, and I, I find that really interesting. And uh, would you have a similar setup for the SMS, or would you use the SMS uh, side of things as well? Yeah,
1: no. To be honest, SMS is something we are just starting to explore. Uh, we're at the end of the day. We're still we're still a small business, but we're growing really fast. So SMS is in our plans, and it's um, our de- our definite next step. We're just trying to manage to see how we can have this relationship with our customers without upsetting them. We we run we run uh, customer surveys at the end of every year. To see how people are reacting to us and what people want to see from us and it was a huge thing for uh, from our last customer survey people were not really interested in receiving notifications and signing up um for sms campaigns but we know it's huge at the same time so that could definitely be one of our options to count ca- like to capture new captivate new audience and to keep connected with those that are more loyal, you know? So definitely our approach for SMS uh, is definitely going to be start with a segment of people that are, are VIP customers or are more engaging customers because they are less likely to get angry if they receive a text from you, you know?
0: Yeah, of yeah. course. And do you find... Um, is there any other softwares that you use that supports a lot of your work here?
1: Oof, I use... <laughs> I use loads. <laughs> so yeah, as I said, well, not with email marketing, that's basically all Clavio. And of course, I, I use Canva for the design. So probably the other software that it's huge in in my everyday life is Canva.
0: Canva comes up every other episode at the moment, a lot of digital marketers refer to it. Do you set up your own templates when using Canva or do you just um go with the kind of made templates that are within the platform.
1: um it depends you know and i'm really sorry if any graphic designers are listening to me i know I'll, they'll probably crucify me but uh, and i wish i had the time to do everything manually you know like photoshop illustrator but it's really fast-paced we're living in a really like i, I feel like every single business at the moment is really fast-paced no matter what industry you are and the size of the business so canva has been really good in helping us with time management so some days i would use some template if there is something if there is something nice i would usually use um because we have a really established brand look Uh, i'm really lucky on that side so i can just go and create my own thing that just looks very on brand but definitely you know for instagram stories or for even for internal presentations um, team presentations, I I would definitely go for the templates. Like they are great. And then if you just change them to look, um, on brand, that's, that's really good. You know, it's, it's a really good software to have. It's really handy. It's really user-friendly and it's really quick. So, so yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm a huge advocate of the platform myself away from what you're working on at the moment. Is there anything you're looking to upskill into and why?
1: Yeah. Um this is gonna sound really weird, but TikTok <laughs> TikTok is the one thing I'm really looking forward to like master. Um so same, we've we've been in conferences and we've we've been in trainings and the one constant thing that keeps coming up is TikTok. And we're probably now a little bit late to the party, but I think uh in the Irish um in the Irish community and the Irish business industry in general, like I think it's a really good time to go into TikTok Um, and we definitely learned that that's where things things are going, you know, with Facebook getting really expensive and not even reaching the same amount of people it used to with ads, uh, TikTok is just offering businesses a totally new platform, a totally new audience, totally new way to engage and a totally new way to explore your business because it's not a social app, you know, it's an entertainment app. So it, it allows you to, to think outside the box and to look at your business with other eyes and be like, okay, maybe this, we can also do this with the business that we haven't thought of doing or that our audi- our um, other audiences in Facebook or Instagram might not receive really well. But we can be a little bit more cheeky and, and get away with it and have a lot of like coverage and reach. So I think TikTok is is right now the thing that I'm just constantly looking at, um seeing what we can do, how does it work? How can I make our videos uh, reach more people, make them more entertaining, you know? So that's that's definitely my my one thing at the moment that I'm focusing on.
0: Yeah, and we we cover TikTok often on the yes. show, but that's your goal now, Chris. Is we'll have to get you back and talking about TikTok at a later, later date.
1: <laughs> when I'm in the group, yeah, uh, <laughs> one day, one day, yeah,
0: exactly, someday. Looking at the digital industry as a whole, yeah. is there anything that excites you that's coming down the line? You might have answered it partly with TikTok, but anything maybe bigger or tech-wise that excites yeah, you? Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, TikTok. Obviously, I think. And and in this sense of TikTok, probably just the entire social uh, social commerce area of of social media and platforms really striving to make to make this kind of checkout process really seamless, like allowing customers to check out without even leaving the platform. I think that's going to be like a massive game changer. And I was talking I was talking to someone the other day about this, and they were telling me that. That literally social commerce—they are seeing a growth of like three times more than than any usual e-commerce, um, like traditional e-commerce tactics. So, so definitely social commerce is one that I'm that I'm really excited for. Um, oh, so many things. I I think recently i be, I've become really eager and really excited about AI in general. We recently. We recently started using an AI platform called Hypotenuse, which I should probably, I'm going to recommend it to everyone because it's mind-blowing. Um, copywriters, if you're listening to me, don't listen. Um, but it's this platform that allows you to create original content for blogs and product descriptions, but the platform does it for you. like It does all the content for you. And it's really like it's mind blowing. You literally only need to tell her to tell it, um, like a couple of lines of what you want to write, and it would just write an entire blog for you. And in the content, it it's just not like copy pasted or repeated or or like bad worded. It's really really good. Like it's actually insightful and educational content. So we've been exploring that, which has been really really exciting. Yeah.
0: That sounds brilliant. Yeah, and uh, I'll definitely check them out. I, I'm exploring a similar platform myself, but yeah, I, I find that whole thing fascinating. It's it's so hard. it's so important to get right as well. But um, yeah, I, I've I've loved my experimenting with content AI recently, and yeah, I find it I find it fascinating as well.
1: Yeah, right. It's it's just really mind blowing. Like I've I've actually the the very first time that we got the demo, I was literally mind blown. Because the content was proper good and they have it in different languages as well. So, so yeah, it was really, it was really, really good to see these kind of things coming up, you know, because as I said, when you're a really, really small team or when you're, when your business is really growing, sometimes you can feel like your options are very limited with all these technologies and softwares and softwares coming up and there's barely like there's barely like businesses can do anything you know
0: yeah yeah really well said lastly chris we always try and understand the people behind the roles a bit more and we ask the same question which is if you could boil up one personality trait that you have that you'd like to pass on to others what would it be
1: okay um i probably wouldn't say i have this i definitely don't have this trait all the time but I'll probably say kindness. Um I've I've found it a lot again as I said with with really fast paced businesses and with really small teams sometimes you feel like your worth or your teammate's worth is determined by the amount of tasks or the actions they do. But like we never know what the other person is going through you know we ne- we never know if they are struggling with their task if they are struggling personally how's it, how's their day going so i feel like you always need to be kind you know to yourself and, and to your and to your colleagues and to your work um just to be to be the best you can be at what you're doing and just to deliver the the best work you can do you always need to look back and be like okay i need to be kind to myself i need to take time um I need to be kind to my team and maybe if I have a little bit of time left and someone needs help, I need to jump in and help. So, so yeah, I'll say kindness is, is the trait that would pass on, yeah.
0: Really nice answer and a wonderful way to end the show. Chris, thank you so much for being on. I'm sure if anyone wants to speak to you, they'll touch base with you uh we we tag you via linkedin but yeah first and foremost thank you so much for sharing your insights today
1: no thank you so much for for having me and and yeah i'm i'm always here if anyone wants to reach out um i'm sure they can find me on your linkedin so yeah thank you so much for having me